Welcome to the Notorious Scoundrels, a Star Wars Legion podcast, bringing you the latest news, general perspective, and competitive discussion. Hello, and welcome back to the Notorious Scoundrels podcast. I'm Mike, and not the normal person who is introing us in every week. Um, Kyle is uh, on a little bit of a vacation, so I am here today with Jay the Man Shalansky and hey. Tim Stabcast Hannon. How you guys doing? <laughs> Hello. I'm doing good. How are y'all doing? Great. We finally did it. We finally started slumming. And we just... <laughs> <laughs> You know, there has been so many people asking us for the hot takes episode. Um, I mean, eventually, once you go through the whole barrel, you got to get to the bottom eventually. And here we are. That's the true true end of times. We've opened the ninth gate. (laughs) You open the ninth gate, there is no more gates, only stab gas. Oh boy. Um, so we got a bunch of stuff to talk about today, and Jay right, is Jay. messing with this video <laughs> for some reason. Um, no big deal. And uh, so I guess to start us off, why don't we talk about housekeeping real quick? Housekeeping. All right. So here we are, housekeeping. Guess what we're going to talk about, Tim? Housekeeping. Storm tide. Ah. I was, yeah. I was close. <laughs> yeah, you were close. <laughs> you were close. Uh, a, a plus I mean, for effort. <laughs> thank you. It's, it so, seemed on uh, message, but you know. yeah, yeah, you're doing good. Uh, so yeah, so Stormtide Box Two Month Two is here and is upon us. We shipped it out uh, Friday ish, and I think I saw today in our shipping app that a bunch of you were getting them today. So that's pretty crazy, and awesome. Uh, our faithful postal service doing their job. Uh, which is good to see. So uh, yeah, so if you haven't signed up for Stormtide and you're wondering what is Stormtide, you can go to the website, stormtide.thefifthtrooper.com. Check it out. It's a monthly narrative campaign where you and your friends can play Legion in a different way. That's our whole goal. It's awesome. It is awesome. Hey, thanks, man. You're awesome. Thank you. You don't have to lie on camera, but that's Uh, I know. I just, uh, it didn't feel right when I said it. You're right. I'm going (laughs) to... It was like just dirty water in my mouth. It is. Uh, It is awesome. It's an awesome. It is an awesome thing. I am uh, still waiting to find people. I keep finding people to try with, and they back out on me. I'm like, all right. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah, that sucks. Sitting next to me. There's nobody. Nobody from Stabcast. It's like, yo, we're gonna jump into this. Our schedules are so like jumbled right now. It's it's partially on my my end too. But sure, sure. I love all the. And this is just for the record. I mean, I didn't help make this. So this is just an outside opinion here. But this is oh. just, as a consumer, I'll just let you know. It's, it is such high quality. It is amazing. Like, I love it. I love it to death. Thanks. We spent a lot of time on it. So I appreciate awesome. that. Uh, the other thing you could do to support us is uh, join our Patreon. So, Tim, I don't know if you know this, but we have another podcast called The Fifth Trooper After Dark. Ooh, and oh we, we talked the real grit and grime so what am um, i doing here i should be on that instead. <laughs> yeah. hey yeah maybe because uh, a lot of yeah. what i say gets cut out of the out of our show too so you we know, if i can't have an after dark i'll go on your after dark instead that's fine we don't cut anything out of the after dark that's, ever no nope. tim had an after ginger you know yeah, <laughs> that's right uh so yeah so if you want to hear our elaborated thoughts on things um you could join us on the patreon and and what it does is it just helps us 
you know, we get all this equipment for the podcast. Uh, we, we need to pay for the hosting for the podcast. We have a writing staff for our blog. That's, that's what the Patreon does is it pays for all that stuff. And, and the, you're just basically supporting us. And we appreciate that. Um, a lot of people think, well, hey, Jay, you guys got a store too. Well, that's its own thing. And so the store is one side of the business and then all the you know content creations, another thing, which is what the Patreon supports. So that's what you're doing when you support us on Patreon. And we give away other rewards and cool shit and stuff. And uh and you know yeah that's it yeah definitely appreciate people buying stuff off the store but we like sort of break even yeah (laughs) (laughs) we do what we do you're not not recording this on like golden crusted computers and things like that yeah no no absolutely not in my castle in the clouds yeah Yeah. exactly yeah we're actually we're flying above tim's house we've just haven't invited him into our castle we're literally uh, in the cloud Um, it's it's a taunting thing it's it's you know psychological warfare i get it yeah um tim is there anything you would like to plug while we are in the housekeeping section here sure might as well use this so if you are if you like listening to good uh, podcasts and materials but you get bored of that and you want to listen to something else instead you can listen to stabcast we are on all the the major media outlets i guess uh for podcasts yeah. uh, i i'm a big spotify guy myself but same uh evidently we're on youtube as well but like not the video just the audio i don't know we've had like I think we had like 10 listeners on there we don't know how that works yet but somehow we're on there so yeah Love it's just, it. <laughs> all of our stuff is at sw stabcast Awesome. Thanks. Yeah, you guys, uh, I highly recommend it. They do Mm -hmm. a lot of great content. So I know you guys, I know, listen, I know behind closed doors, I for sure put you down. And I know that you guys (laughs) put yourselves down. But no, seriously. um, Yeah, we do it in front of everyone. Yeah, yeah, I do it. Yeah, (laughs) just behind the closed doors. Uh, But no, you guys do great stuff. And I hear a lot from mutual listeners. And they say they love you guys do some of the best, best audio bat reports out there like you guys are great about that and going through your games and really describing what's going on so yeah that's something that we we keep um we talk about housekeeping here you go you're a little, little behind the scenes you, you can watch into our scoundrels it's behind the scenes on stabcast here you go. <laughs> um, we are we're working to try and kind of not trim that up but kind of make that more focused on the on the content of like what does someone want to hear what do you need to hear because you don't need to hear every single thing that goes on through our head in a battle but if it's a really important turn so trying to focus on a few specific turns and, and actions and things uh, while still giving you an overall view of what happened yeah i think you guys do a great job with that so keep it it's up a, it's a difficult thing to do too mm-hmm. like from uh you know if if you're not live casting a game like retelling yeah. a, a game like a story back to someone and keeping them invested and interested yeah. is a it's a difficult task so it's, um, it's trying to walk that line where you want to give enough detail to where they can paint a mental picture but also not fall asleep while painting that picture totally <laughs> yeah. totally yeah i i feel that um sweet so check out stabcast um as much as we give each other crap uh they are good friends and we would appreciate everybody to listen to them uh, <laughs> they're all right friends <laughs> okay. yeah, we've met all a right. few times right. they're acquaintances uh, <laughs> there's still that tequila incident in vegas but oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, we're going to chug right along to the news segment of, of today. Welcome to In the News. 
All right. So um, most of the news was last week is, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. uh, we pretty much had a mini stravaganza dump. We talked about all that good stuff last week. Mm So um, two things we're going to do in today's news segment. We are going to talk about uh, some release schedule shenanigans, and then we are going to get Tim's takes on mini stravaganza. (laughs) Um, And so I guess to start here, uh, I think it when I originally put this on the agenda, uh, it was less confirmed than I think it is now, but um, it seems like basically all of the releases that had been slated for August, September, October are now like November 30th. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen. Uh, yeah, it happens. We're it experiencing does. some delays in some of our product as well. Uh, not four month delays but some and so you know i mean it's a little different but listen it's crazy out there i i get it like as much as i put amg down for all the shenanigans they pull this is one of those things where i'm not going to talk too much crap because man the world is crazy right now and uh i don't know this is like one of those times where i'm just gonna leave them alone because i uh, who knows what's going well and like once you once you get that product on the boat or you know on the container whatever once it's out of your your yep. hands it's literally out of your hands yep. so yeah so like it's i i imagine the product is out there floating around maybe literally floating around somewhere yeah waiting to come in you know so yeah, yeah well i'll give you so here's a little behind the scenes you know we do our mats we yeah. have the same thing going on right now generally in the past it's been like hey we're gonna put it on the boat it's gonna be 30 days it'll get to you now right. they they're literally like oh 45 maybe 60 (laughs) days we're not really sure and we're like uh what so i mean that's just how things are right now because they don't have enough people to unload the boats they don't have enough boats to carry things they don't have enough containers to put things in it's right it's nuts and any space for those containers like it's it's a whole logistical nightmare right yeah like i I don't envy anyone in any of those positions right now. Like I know that it's, if you're working for those jobs, like it's probably great to be looking for a job in that department, but like, it's still going to be rough right now. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say uh, these are one of those things. I don't really blame AMG or Asmodee for It's just, it is what it is. It's just life right now. It is, but I gotta be honest. I want my Yoda. Yeah. <laughs> well, when you look over at Europe and you see Europe, the top two with that sixty-four person event, both lists were Yoda. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm excited. I'm a, I'm a little bit skeptical at the results. Uh, I I like I you know I'm just like uh, I'm not sure I like have made a Was good too Yoda much RT list. For you? Uh, we're gonna get to that later. <laughs> <laughs> I just want my burst of speed. Um. Yeah. Hey, yeah. You oh, know, you mean I that overrated know. card? Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah overrated card oh man uh, yeah this is gonna be so just so everybody knows oh. we're gonna have a hot take segment i know we don't have the full stab cast here i'm but, writing uh we're versus doing speed overrated right now <laughs> for one of you our hot takes. over and over again yeah, yeah. True. um but yeah i mean this is unfortunate um it makes yeah. me super happy that we're uh pretty much doing everything domestically for storm tide uh yeah <laughs> so we sure. so we don't have to deal with this sort of thing um but you know when you do stuff on the scale that they're doing it you can't do it domestically yeah. you know only thing so. we have to worry about with storm tide is my chicken scaring off the delivery people yeah that's, that's for sure so. sometimes they scare off me when i when i come <laughs> to your garage they're like full-on attack but they're like the chickens in ocarina of time when you hit them with sword you know yep. And they just full on like chicken rage. I've, I've trained them. They're attack chickens. 
<laughs> is it like Skyrim where like if you hit a chicken, Jay's gonna come out of his house and start like trying to kill you? Yeah. Beat you down. I don't know. He said they were only like five bucks pop, so <laughs> um all right so uh clearly mini, mini stravaganza was last week uh we got all the scoundrels takes uh kind of through and through tim what do you think man uh we've got shadow collective we've got new mall we've got ewoks we've got ahsoka we've got rebel boba fett you know we've got mando and the child we've got swoop bike riders what are your thoughts there's i guess my my overall thoughts there's a lot to be excited about but it's almost it's not so much too much but it's too much too far out for me to get super excited like i'm excited about the idea of it like swoop bikes cool no idea i mean we already got speeder bikes right so it's like okay i'm assuming it's gonna be like rebel speeder bikes or something like that whatever awesome but we all know that that's so far out i'm like uh, okay um i do think the the pike stuff is gonna be really cool and, and all that stuff is gonna be really interesting to see how that fits um i'm still not i i won't pretend to fully grasp the whole battle force thing <laughs> i've been i've been trying to do like read up on that and read everybody's posts and read what they said about it and i'm like neat i'm gonna need some more like concrete details on that but it still sounds cool um and ewoks unfortunately we knew were gonna happen i'm waiting for ewoks to have a better stat line than stormtroopers because clearly (laughs) they do clearly endor proved that to us right so clearly ewoks must be tougher than stormtroopers yeah did you ever see that there was a fan-made video of like the stormtrooper that was stuck on endor and the ewoks were like hunting him like like it was like a horror movie oh my god it's so, so there, good in in battlefront 2 the the most recent battlefront 2 there's a mode and actually i played that and i wish to god i've been streaming when, when i did this i played the mode and it said ewok hunt and my imperial sadistic self was like <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah we're gonna <laughs> hunt those little gremlins down yeah <laughs> and i'd start the game up and it's all just like <laughs> a black forest and you have one weapon and a flashlight and you just hear like in the back oh they're coming they're in the trees they're in the trees and you see like take a guy they got gary oh my god and they're like this is a horror movie i didn't know what was gonna happen yeah like horns horns in the deep yeah you you go to hunt the ewoks and it turns out the ewoks hunt you (laughs) (laughs) terrifying that's i so that's how i hope they are that would be amazing yeah (laughs) i'd be mad but also a little tickled so like whatever it's fine yeah yeah. you get used to as an imperial so (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah i know you know (laughs) but yeah i mean overall i'm very excited for all of it i think it's cool i'm just a little not even hesitant i'm just it's just a little bit too far out for me i want to focus more on the here and now yeah it's it's uh i mean kind of going back to the whole like yoda releases pushback till november like we haven't even gotten the stuff that you know is supposed right. to be new and fresh right now and yeah, we're right. talking about things like years down the line it, it's right. a little overwhelming from that perspective i think too yeah it's funny there was like i went to a tournament mid to late august and we were like trying to figure out if you was going to be legal for that <laughs> tournament and yeah. now it seems so silly heading into october but yeah i i'm a little bit grumpy about it because um to save on shipping i bundled my yoda and wookie pre-order with like a bunch of other stuff that like uh, isn't even legion related it was right. just like 
I, I, I had like $300 in Invader League gift cards. Um, some of which are courtesy of the Stabcast, I, I must say, because they sponsored Invader League. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I got like $250 worth of stuff off like uh, Miniature Market. And now it's all like delayed until November 30th because cause the $15 or $20 Yoda, Dude, is, you know. That kills um, me with Miniature Market. They're great, but like I do that same thing. Like I'll order a bunch of stuff and then one of them was pre-orders and like weeks will go by. I'm like, where the hell is all my stuff? And then I go look and yeah. I'm like, oh man, Luke Cage and Iron Fist were pre-ordered. <laughs> like yeah. son of a... I, I will say like they have gotten a lot better about um, every time something gets pushed back, they email you now. It does go to your junk folder, but they do let you know. Oh, that's good. That's so. True that's nice um yeah but yeah I, i'm excited for it I, mean, I do like I, I do like the the stuff i mean i know it was, was kind of looped in with many extravaganza but the 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 teasers we got for vader uh, that's that oh man are we I gonna our, are we skipping straight to hot takes here i think uh, so yeah. oh i didn't know that was all, all the way down in the hot well, takes i have yeah. i have a great hot take for all our listeners you guys will be happy to know that we've got another imperial player who plays competitively on the podcast <laughs> For all of you who keep <laughs> reminding me of that, go ahead, Tim. Tell them all about your Imperial woes and Vader so, coming. That's most of my Imperial army over there. Yeah. You'll notice how they're on the shelf and not in my go bag. Um, that's <laughs> I have a, a similar thing about, going on. That's about the testament to how they're doing right now. But yeah, it's uh, they're they're rough. But I think Vader's Vader getting that help is going to be. I mean, getting the command card. It's what we've been begging for. The compel core trooper. It's cool. I don't think it's gonna be game breaking. I think it's cool. Like it's not really what I wanted. So surge tokens are one I care about the most. But yeah, hey, he's gonna be busted. Um, I, and I want to see. And I, I mentioned this in our shows. Like I want to see if. I don't know if they have to do a whole lot with Op Vader, but I want to see if they touch Op Vader because that'd be kind of cool. I mean, even even if not, the command card adjustments yeah. that they did yeah. are still gonna already buff op vader yeah because uh, op vader is like right on that threshold of being really really scary <laughs> he, he is i actually like you know um i was gonna play him at lost worlds you know um mm-hmm. and i was gonna and i was feeling pretty good about it for the mm-hmm. most part um but yeah i definitely think that like since then he uh maybe could use a little bit of help i you know the amount of help that he's getting just in the command cards, I think, is ridiculous. Um, it's good. We need it. We need it. So it's, he's been hurting long enough. All right. Like, I want to, when a new player comes into the store, and I will say, side note, like, our community has been doing really well, even despite Rona. Like, I don't know totally. how, but we, we just We're growing keep instead. growing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah for I sure. I don't know how that works, but okay. Uh, I'm not complaining. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But when new people come in and they see you playing an Empire list, not me, but someone else, when they see some poor sucker playing Empire and they want to know, like, oh, can I play Vader? And you kind of look at them like, I mean, <laughs> you can. <laughs> it's a thing you can do. It feels bad. Like, I, like, yeah. like Vader should be intimidating it and maybe not forever not for the entire life of the game but for a little bit let us have a little bit of overpoweredness please i'm i'm okay with vader being good um i just think uh, based on the changes that they listed he's gonna be way too good and they're gonna have to scale it back and it's i don't know just not a good first look as far as like these this is the first thing we're doing with the game and you know here's a bunch of changes that no 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 don't let him do this to you, Tim. He's no. a clone player, and oh. he's, just, he's just sad 
that Empire's about to take back over the now, reins. To, to be fair, my clones are also on that shelf right next to my Empire. Nice. What's not on the shelf and in the bag are the droids, but that's... Hey, I just want to point yeah. out, by the way, to everyone out there who who's so happy, uh, I just want to tell you that I only play Empire, okay? Yeah. I've never betrayed the Empire. I'm an Empire player through and through. I don't go where the good guys are. I don't go to clones when they're doing good and come back when Vader gets buffed like these lunatics. I've been here for the good times and the bad times right alongside no, all of you. You you keep playing that gaff tank, man. Keep keep like hitting yourself with that stick. Like just That's okay. He's just listing reasons that why he's considered not a competitive player. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've seen him play. I know why he's not considered a competitive ooh, player. But... <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. You gonna you gonna take that, Jay? We can't um, all be Nima, you know. So, <laughs> so I guess <laughs> I was there. I remember. I remember. I was too. there three thousand years ago. I I may have casted that game actually. Yeah, um, you did for sure. <laughs> uh, but so, so, I think we all can agree that Empire is not in the hot spot. I think the Vader changes definitely like more than just vader lists need help and those changes yes. don't help lists that aren't vader right and yes. so and my my issue with the uh quote unquote um, imperial problem is that um we we need to address the underlying fundamental problem of the faction and and most of their heroes need help no doubt but mm-hmm. But I don't think it's a hero problem. I think no. it's it, it really is derived from the core units yeah. yep. have really lost a lot of luster. I still think short troopers yep. are better than people give them credit for. Um, right now, I, I I understand people like I'm definitely not as high on them as I used to be. Um, but I still think they're like they're decent. They might be. They probably can go back to their old price. Um, the, they're decent if you can get aims to them effectively but that lack of courage one like i i didn't really fully understand this really and i this i guess maybe i should say i do encourage people all jokes aside to try other factions because mm-hmm. it does sometimes help you understand your own faction like your your main faction a little bit better uh, like i didn't fully understand how detrimental not having a courage to core unit is until i started playing phase twos and like yeah the surge token's great on phase twos don't get me wrong oh. but that courage too that's the game change to me at least uh, i could be wrong you're, you're telling me no, i'm wrong I, that, but like i mean that's well, the game change. and i think what i found with shores is in this world of armor whether it's simple atrts or or even the 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 new bus or you know whatever whatever armor you got going right like don't get me started on that bus yeah <laughs> short troopers just don't cut it like they should like you're like oh they searched to crit but it's never it's never enough, right? Yeah. Like you, because you end up spending a shore trooper unit, you put it into an armor and you get maybe one crit, maybe two. And you're like, but all the rest were hits. And you're like, oh yeah. man, that could have gone into an infantry unit and like really yeah. taken it out, you know? <laughs> yeah. Unless it's clones and then they would have been just fine. But, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's, yeah, but it's Wook- interesting. Wookiees will just survive anything. Yeah, yeah. Wookiees are my enemy right now. But that's I think the interesting thing, I, uh, Mike, to your point, 
I, I think that the changes to Vader, you know, we were talking about because they're going to make changes to the command card. So operative Vader is going to get a boost. Plus, if they do something else. But like, I think, you know, there was a uh, callous operative Vader list. I think, Mike, I played you with it, right? Yeah. Where like that I've been trying out that I think could be good. It just was missing some stuff to kind of push yeah. it over the edge. And Less like the story of callous, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. But but I think he's got some good stuff with operative Vader that if maybe yes. this stuff, maybe the stuff that puts it over yeah. the edge and that becomes a winning combo because of yeah. well because of vader not because callus but no, callus but you know, callus, isb investigation really helps that. right i was gonna say callus is more he is buffing the everything else around him <laughs> very yeah. much so and that's yeah he's so close to being really really good so if if op vader picks up the rest of that slack then yeah i yeah. see it yeah yeah i mean I don't know. I, I still think fundamentally the list, the issue with all imperialists is going back to like your point, Tim, is I don't know if if it's the courage that needs to be directly addressed. Um, but, uh, you know, rebels really don't care about courage at this point because they're not right. really playing a ton of core units. Right. Droids don't right. care about courage. Clones are kind of like uh, most of the time we're not suppressed. And if we are, we'll fire support and <laughs> Empire is sitting there like, I guess we're Courage One, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, well, and that's the irony too, right? Is like we started out, and of course, this is it's hard. You really can't compare any miniatures game, but especially Legion being where it's at now, and then like three years ago, whatever. But for a long time, Empire was the suppression faction. Yeah. And that was our shtick. And it was a really cool shtick. Like it was fun. Yep. Um, it was it was good. And then now somehow we've turned around where we're now the most hurt by suppression like we're we're not the most afraid they still deal it effectively don't get me wrong i've played a couple empire or against a couple empire lists that were super suppressive and were super oppressive because of that suppression but really the list that or the army that gets hurt the most by suppression is the one that deals it out the most being imperials so it's like yeah it's weird it's a weird place to be at yeah i mean um hopefully so my my chief concern here uh, behind this whole thing is if they do fundamentally address those issues, like Vader's going to get better even if they didn't make him better normally, right? Right, right, like, right, 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 um, right. And so I'm a little concerned. But I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Um, well, and and I will say as much as I hate to give him credit, Ryan said something good on our show of, you know, with that command slot on Vader everyone's thinking like oh you can bring you know at or or originals or something like that bring uh bring uh what's the the guardian one one inspiring mm -hmm. leader or whatever it is uh, yeah esteemed uh, leader, like, right esteemed leader thing i don't know yep. what my brain blanked out on that because yeah, people don't bring play it really anymore <laughs> right right <laughs> yeah, but like yeah. you bring them on vader and like now this if you bring a, a naked sto snow or stormtrooper like you're my bodyguard now yeah yeah and it's it's scary because with the surge tokens and everything he's got like having a unit having units guardian off vader is like yeah really good you know yeah um no it's it's totally fair totally fair yeah um, totally no, fair and balanced um that's right no the, the the core issue is really like i've felt it a lot before and then i kind of put empire on literally on a shelf for a while and then i'm playing them again for invader and I feel it all over again. I feel it all over again. It hurts. Yeah, let's uh let's dive into our tactics well, segment. Well, we have well, one more okay, hot take. Okay. We do. We we'll we'll get we'll come back. I want to hear about bursts of speed. 
Okay, uh, we'll we'll talk about burst of speed, but but this seems like a natural place to talk about right. it later. So um, let's talk about some tech. Burst of meh, but yeah, that's fine. <laughs> so, um, so Tim, how's your Invader League season going? And maybe maybe to start, low yes. blow, Mike. What 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 <laughs> list? Right, what list are you playing? Low blow. He said it's a legitimate question, but for me, it's a low blow. But you know, yeah. that's fine. That's how it works. <laughs> So uh, I will remind the, anybody who's watching or listening that last time I was on this show, I was riding high. I think what it was, I think it was like four and zero with Vader do or not Vader does Iden Dubacks and yep. speeder bike Dubacks and doing Good great old stuff, sorts of stuff going yeah, on. Yeah, it's crazy. What a time to be alive. That's not this time anymore. So I, I'm I'm bringing my ATST because it's my baby no matter what throughout all the troubles of the empire my ATST has always been my child and I love my ATST uh ATST lat with Rudor and uh AP shells and LTA uh the ST I should say has mortar twin blaster and hammers of course <laughs> wow you can't leave home without hammers yep. and then uh, LTA as well so they both have LTA then I got Double naked commanders, just generics. Double Beckys, if you will. Four naked snows. <laughs> and then two shores with the T21. And that's it. That's that's the list. That's We're at 10. I guess that's 10. Um, yeah. What's your record? <laughs> it is a record of games played. And that is what it is. <laughs> and... Uh, uh, it's kind of sad. I'm sad Kyle's not here because Kyle's my judge, so like our, our group leader. So that would have been, been great. I am currently a mighty zero and three, and like it has been. I've been zero and three before. This has been probably, and I'm not. I'm not trying to be like using hyperbole or anything here, but I really think this has been my most resounding zero and three. Hmm. I. My first game against uh, Triple Wookie List, well, not even buses, which normally I hate buses. Sure. Like buses have made me almost quit this game le- legitimately, but, or at least take a break. But just Triple Wookies by themselves. Triple Wookies, uh, it was over end of round two. I called the end of round two because all I had left was ATSD Latin, the two commanders. Everything else was dead. So all the other core was wiped out. Um, Sounds right. Second on VAPs, I never tapped my own VAP. I tapped a VAP once. I'm sorry. Were you so it was immediately untapped? Were you playing playing like Hemden or something? Hemden, Hemden. yeah, it hurt. Do it. It hurt. Uh, I was blue player. (laughs) Okay, he was just in my in my face immediately with the Wookies. And it's one of those things where you see it happening, still couldn't stop it. Like I knew, and we I even narrated as I played against. I was like, I see what you're doing. I'm going to try and stop you. And I shot him a bunch of times. I killed two of the Wookiees, but it wasn't enough. They did enough damage. Uh, second game, I played all six rounds and was, and again, only had the lat and ST left. That's it, I think. And then maybe like one or two bodies left, little like units, in an hour and 45 minutes. The whole game. Whole, whole thing was done because we were just snapping through. Uh, it was, that was a really bloody game. That was a really good one. Also on Hemmed In. Mm, I'm sensing yeah. a theme. Yeah. And I watch again. I really wish Kyle was here 
because Kyle's like always a fan of Hemmed in. And I was like, you know what? Let me throw it in my battle deck because I've been blue player for some of these games. Sure. It's bitten me every time. Every uh, time. <laughs> we can talk about that in a second. Let's talk about your last game. No. And then last game was uh, four ATSC health shy of a total table. Oh my God. Against, against a double lat list. <laughs> I, so so i lost nine of ten activations right it's all six rounds we played all six how many act we got a panel here how many activations did i kill let's just take it none okay i'm gonna i'm gonna give you one i killed his lap that's it <laughs> was that also his other it was also hemmed in. Okay. So I think I think I think for uh, so bad. The moral so bad. of the story here is Tim needs to not play hemmed in. Yeah, or so, Dave sorry, needs to play a different that. list. I try. Well, yeah, that's also true. That list is the my... most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Shut up! You play that's... you play double heavies constantly. Yeah, I, I mean, I'd rather have that than that. a double than a gav. Dude, I'd rather have the lat. so that lat is pushing through against the armored targets with the AP shells. Sure. I'm pushing through five to six hits slash, slash crits, whatever, every shot with Baron Rador. Now, okay. if they block all of those, I can't stop that. But you know, like, that is what it is. But yeah, how do you feel about the? So when you read that list out to me, um, there were a couple like things that I was like. Mm. You know, um, the lat being the primary one. Have sure. You, have you found that the lat, like, do you it think just, the lat is good enough? No, that's that's one of. So again, it's it's twofold. The core are really weak in that list, and there's there's a lot of naked bodies. But the problem too is that I can't buff them because of all the points that have gone onto the lat. Sure. And so if you drop the lat, you could refin. And again, I don't think that's. I'm not. I'm not really like connected to that list emotionally <laughs> enough to keep trying to make it work. But I think an ATST list of whatever variation is pretty viable still, especially with all the armor, you know, impact four is great again, unless they block it all on white dice, but whatever. Um, but the lat is just, so again, that last game is a good instance. It was double lat versus double armor versus double armor. He had double AP shells, Rudor and Price. He blew my lad off the table round one. Just gone. It's pretty one. easy to do. Yeah. Like yeah, you know, yeah. even with like not a lot of impact, right. frankly. Right. And actually I had to activate it a little bit sooner because it was at half health. And I was like, I'm you know, I can read the writing on the wall. I've played this game enough, like I know what's gonna happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. The lat it's just it doesn't. It doesn't survive, and it just doesn't doesn't deal enough consistently. I don't know. Again, Rudor is good, but the problem is, is uh, the Rudor lat, especially with like a double commander build where you, they're they're spottering him right, so he has a pile of aims. That's all well and good. The problem is, is that means that you're going with him last, which gives the opponent all round to kill that lat. But then also the problem is, is it just takes so long to get charged up. So if you're forced to use it too early, it's basically half powered because you really need all those aims. All those aims are just making it for the lack of natural surge. That's really all it is. And, and everything else is just gravy. I mean, if you're trying to get crits again, it's a little bit different, but 
so it it just it dies normally either before it's able to fully be utilized or it's just never relevant enough because if it's not getting shot that means the core getting shot and if the core scoring the objectives then that's a bad time you know yeah it's yeah it just feels like a lose-lose it's definitely like you sacrifice the core to get this thing and then this thing just like isn't enough to carry the list yeah yeah and again for in the grand scheme of things for a few more points that st just just does so much better so much better because like i if i have to shoot with the st and i only have two aims with the natural search hit on it that's fine that's two aims on an st with all the bells and whistles on it fine no worries it's a little bit more time in neutral and i think i think the if you look at you know you guys brought up the the tank if you look at what things are supposed to do, right? Like the lat is meant to carry a trooper yeah. and drop it off. And then they're supposed to do a bunch of damage. And the only one that can really do that is Vader. Right. So, so unless you're doing a Vader bomb, the lat doesn't really have a purpose Yeah. where the tank, um, you know, like one of the things I've really like been doing like to do with the tank now is I have it with the uh, onboard comms channel and then mm-hmm. I put an eWeb on it with link targeting array and yeah. you run double of both of those. And now it's got a purpose, right? God, like that's. I, yeah. And I wish so much. And I know this is, this is what ifs and wishes and all things, but I just, I just really wish we could have had an option to have it run with open transport, maybe make it, I, I don't know, like some kind of configuration yep. To where, and again, if you got to pay for it, whatever, how you got to make it work balance wise, I, I get that it's not just, you can't just throw that in there without right, balancing right. it. Yeah, yeah. But just having that option of being able to run it either with a closed transport or open transport, some variations that just be able to do it. Cause imagine if that e web could shoot out of there like a, like <laughs> yeah. a, like a, a Hilo oh, gunship just coming so in like that. Good. That'd be so cool. Yeah. That'd be so good. That, I think and, that would make a lot of difference. I think you're right. Like a yeah. small tweak like that could make it, if you can shoot anything out of there yeah like it would make well, a big difference well heck let's say and, and again i'm not i don't want to go too far down this road but you know what if you had to drop your missile slot to open up your doors so that, okay so you don't get as to shoot as many uh shots at your main gun but then yeah. the whoever's inside you can shoot out so it's okay you know yeah evens out that way uh, yeah anyway that's a, a whole lot of what ifs but that would be my dream <laughs> would be good yeah but yeah, it's been rough. I was I was a little intimidated by that double lat list because I knew exactly what was going to happen, and it happened. It's <laughs> like okay, there it is. All right, I didn't think it was going to be that bad. Like oh my gosh, um, it was rough. And it's his. He had imperial snipers, and I've never seen imperial snipers roll that much paint in my life. <laughs> Not an exaggeration. Uh, and he agreed with me. It was honky tonk, and he he was a really great guy to play against. But <laughs> he were like everything he's rolling he had at one point he had three aims on a on a sniper didn't need him just double crit that's eh, fine <laughs> nice. heavy yeah like aims nice. for no reason it's fine oh, oh hit hit okay perfect. i'll spend an aim uh hit hit there we go like, and we all know that is generally the opposite with those yeah snipers. i've never seen that like if they always rolled that way i'd bring them all the time it's like that thing where you they don't hit and then you're like just roll paint damn it and then they roll right. two surges and they don't i was do gonna say it's surge. not paint yeah. it's yeah. It, you can't surge so it's, yeah it specifically hits a crit <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Nice. My, so, Mike, how how have your games been going? Um. So I guess. Uh, uh, um. Better. Yeah, I'm I'm three and zero. Oh. <laughs> I remember those days. Yeah. I remember. Um, for Back when my you... backs did better than my lap. Just for the record, but carry on. Carry on. Uh, so, uh, if you've been listening, everybody knows that I am playing uh, Kenobi Star, um, mm. if you will. So, uh, definitely, I decided to switch okay. it up this season because Rex Star was feeling a little old. I also, again, feel oh. like it's not as good as it used to be. Um, my last game was super interesting. Uh, it's the only one that we haven't talked about on the cast yet, really. Uh, I played against Dooku Mall. Um, and it was real scary. <laughs> um, you know, it... Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, basically, Maul, we were playing key positions, major offensive, hostile environment. And Maul infiltrated like on top of the middle key position pretty safely. Basically, um, I, I was red player, um, and it was that or recover the supplies. And recover the supplies with Maul is kind of I you know, prefer to not play that. Um, it can be real bad, and so yeah, I he killed. I mean, I only lost an activation. Um, I basically ended up tabling him but like just like dealing with dooku and maul it, it's probably the best game i've played in a while from like the stage of like um there's two force users like in my clone units and i have to like puzzle my way out of like out of this mess type situation mm-hmm. um and it, it was it was tough um but kenobi is is the man so i killed yeah, i killed yeah, i killed maul is. with seresu mastery as you do which which would just like mm, mm. it's like that fine kenobi wine you know it's mm. like <laughs> kenobi mm, wine mm, you know and uh and then so not only did he kill maul in his seresu mastery maul only left him on one wound after that attack so kenobi had one wound left i hadn't activated him yet that turn and um like dooku still and it was dooku's one pip turn right so sure. it was dooku's one pip turn maul went first had cunning because of how the that list works um and i was like well i mean i guess i could like try and mess with dooku with kenobi but he's just gonna die right so i basically we were playing on the the tatooine map and i just like threw Kenobi over the side of a building and was like, you're just going to stay back here where nobody can touch you and you're not going to do anything. And, and I'm going to let my pure clone gun line deal with mm-hmm. Dooku and his one pip, mm-hmm. um, which as you might imagine, didn't go so swell for the clones. Um, <laughs> Their sacrifice and, was appreciated. Thank you. <laughs> which, but, but to kind of back that up the, the following turn um, I just played uh What's the Kenobi's two pip? Knowledge and defense. Knowledge and defense. Yeah. And he got like six dodge tokens. Jump back over the building, kills <laughs> Dooku, and he's right. just like. And so my, I I play Kenobi with situational awareness, and so mm-hmm. my opponent's got a bunch of B ones, and he's like, oh man, I I mean he's got a bunch of dodge tokens, but I can roll crits, and I'm like, no, <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> and, no. And First off, like, that's a big. He was if, like, but... he was like, you've got situational awareness, and I was like, yeah, and um, I it's it's incredible because he's on one wound but i was like i can i can play him like he's got like he's he's basically invincible this turn yeah every one of those dodges is another wound really yeah it's just um and 
Uh, I still had, um, I think, Hello there in the tank too. So it was just like, you know, like Kenobi is just battling a bunch of B1s and he's now invincible after killing yeah. the two Force users, right? And it just, um, oh, he's so good. I mm-hmm. I basically only took damage from Force Choke and Dooku's one pip and like Maul's yeah. lightsaber. Basically everything with Pierce in his list. Sure. Um, yep. You know, and it was, it was really fun and really cool. I haven't played a game like that was... Uh, that back and forth in a long time so i uh definitely enjoyed it um overall i'm not kenobi's definitely not the best list uh <laughs> it's not the you know i don't feel confident as confident in the list i'm playing as i normally do but he definitely um you know zach used to champion him pretty hard and yeah and I, uh, so and uh, i'm 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 coming around like he definitely has a very unique suite of abilities that are really cool um along with everything else i just wish that like things in that faction were a little bit cheaper sure you know well and let me ask you so were you playing it sounds like i think i don't know my answer but i'm gonna ask have you been playing him so far more aggressive or defensive so um i am in the mindset that uh i only swing kenobi's lightsaber if i have to um Mm he's he just as like sitting there as like a force barrier seresu mastering dodge token you know deal um he does a lot of work and just like projecting his threat bubble is a big deal um i find that generally around turn four or five he swaps from like defensive obi-wan to um now i'm gonna slam you in the face obi-wan you know uh you gen i i try and save Thanks for that. But like in my second game, we were playing hostage exchange and I just played like knowledge and defense turn one and like dove yeah. at the enemy hostage. And yeah. it was clutch, you know? Right. Um, right. So I was curious because I know Will locally uh, plays Kenobi a lot and he's definitely more of an aggro Kenobi player. And it, I mean, it works really well for him normally. I mean, occasionally, of course, you have those games where he just gets <laughs> blown away. But yes. no, most of the time, it, it works really well and he's either tabling people or coming close to tabling them because it just once everyone gets going and especially with those command cards popping off the right order and getting all those things going he is a beast to try and bring down and like that that surging or excuse me the deflecting in melee is so it's so hard it's so rough so oh my god it's so, it's good. so rough yeah so. i uh yeah i think um if he was in any other faction, he would be the best force user in the game, probably. That's fair. Um, That's fair. I, I, you know, I think force users and clones just sort of suffer from the. Yeah, and it's crazy uh, to me that we see a lot of like real person tournaments or IRL tournaments doing more Anakin than Obi Wan, and that just blows my mind. I I'm with you, that. man. And I am. And I, I am with you. Now hold on, and I brought Anakin to uh, not this past Dallas, but two Dallases ago, and got to to third with him, like. So it's not to say that he can't yeah. do well, but I still think even after doing all that, I turned around and played Willows. Like I still think other ones better. I think, <laughs> yeah, I think there's two things going on with uh, in real life tournaments is one uh, we're just playing, right? Because no sure. one's played in a while. So yeah. everyone's like, I just want to have fun and I'm going to go with yeah. whatever. And then yeah. two, I think we're seeing an influx of new players, 
right? Yeah. Who who maybe don't listen to us or you guys and they're just right. like, I'm just gonna play whatever. And they, you know, and they just come with whatever they have or whatever they're interested in. Yeah. You know? And and Anakin has a bit more, I guess, of that cool factor. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Like like again, Obi-Wan, even when you're playing uh, aggro Obi-Wan, you still tend to be pretty slow with him, you know, like you're very careful with him. Anakin's kind of like you just throw him at the enemy and hopefully he survives something like that. Um, yeah. Not always. That's actually not how I play him at all. But <laughs> that's how a lot of people that I see play him. Um, and yeah, it's just, it, I yeah. think it's, I think he just has this coolness factor because it's Anakin and it's fun. And the flaw yeah. card, like again, competitively, you're like, oh, the flaw, although it doesn't super matter. But again, coolness wise, you're like, oh, cool, neat. What a, what a cool thing I can do. Um, like I'm going to power him up with his command cards, which again, sounds like a cool idea until you put it into function you're like wow that's really debilitating yeah <laughs> that's yeah, awful. yeah. Totally. wow what an awful idea <laughs> I, yeah i mean i think it, if they like supercharged him even more i think it might be more of a of a yeah. conversation right sure, um sure. but yeah i just like he the thing is that like without the command cards he sort of does what kenobi does just like kind of worse um a uh, little bit without the command cards yes without yeah like cards, like yeah. he he can like sort of like do the the guardian dodge thing with exemplar right like it's it's I've, kind of i've similar. actually i've found his exemplar to be more effective than kenobi's barrier because of the way you can spend and the way you can get around and thing like anakin with uh, the exemplar card and defensive stance and the rest of your army with sa is more effective to me yeah i i agree there i i guess what i'm what i'm trying to say is um like they do very similar like defensive posturing yeah. things in yeah. like oh we both basically pseudo share dodge tokens and we right. both can take force barrier right and like mm -hmm. do the thing but one of us has command cards that do things and the other one doesn't <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah and the, the other one gives me keywords that yeah, maybe yeah. let me do things that most jedi can already do for free <laughs> yeah like like i think anakin would be amazing if he had a card that like dumped six dodge tokens on him right yeah um, oh my god like yeah. he would he would be <laughs> yeah. real good um mm -hmm. But <laughs> also his mastery i don't it sounds cool it's like one of those things like oh cool you take a, an automatic wound that's great but when you know that anyone else using their regular deflect or whatever could deal you know it's five wounds or something like that potentially and you're like okay you take one and that's it it's great against single users but like against squads you're just like hey. i i feel that too i it's like it's one of those things where like the threat of deflect is often yes um like the idea of oh my god they could roll four surges and like wipe my right. unit it like just that idea going through your opponent's head does more damage right. than deflect generally does right. and with gem so it's like they know how much damage they're going to take yeah you know? i know exactly what's going to happen this is <laughs> yeah, fun. Yep, yeah yeah it's it's basically you know you shoot anakin with a large body unit and there's just throw a bucket of dice at him and then you might lose a guy, but you threw all the stacks at him. And you know, the worst that's going to happen is you take a damage. That's one damage instead of your hero unit taking one damage automatically. Yeah, I definitely think, I think it like super high level play that matters less from like, a, sure. you know, when, you, when you're breaking out the deflect numbers, 
versus yeah. gem so like gem so does more damage on average than deflect does but if yeah. you're like if you're a player that is not looking at the numbers and is like looking at those abilities right kind of you know one seems a lot more threatening than the other and it's not yeah. so <laughs> yeah right yeah yeah absolutely um so yeah uh, i think that's a very long-winded way of saying i play kenobi it's going well yeah. invader uh I'm, I'm not quite a lock for elims um but i'm close I, I, you're, you're pretty close there I'm, you're three now yeah yeah, yeah. i think like I de- I definitely there is a world where I make it in if I win no games right now. Um, but if if I win one more, I'm I'm pretty much locked. Uh, so for our group, I'm waiting for we have one player who's not playing the games. Like if you can just lose twice, we're good. We can all just go home. Right. Like that's it. Right. We can all just stop. <laughs> um. So do we want to have we want to talk some hobby talk today? How yeah. we th- how we feeling about Ooh. hobby? Hobby can do that. Hmm. Yeah, I can dance. Great. So um, I want to talk some hobby stuff. Uh, Tim, Tim, I want to I want to yield the floor to you, though. Do you do you have any oh. hobby stuff you want to talk about? Um, you can see some of my hobby stuff back there. There's, yeah, I'm putting you on the spot a little bit. I have two lats, but I'm missing a baser one. I don't know where it is. That's fine. I'll never run double lat anyway because I'm sensible. Uh, I my only real hobby stuff right now honestly is i'm planning on repainting all of my imperials because hmm. uh, i did that i did that with my clones i made them all one uniform thing i made them all chrome basically uh, my chrome clones and you know obviously did highlights to differentiate bases and and units and stuff like that um, and they're all pretty much pretty uniform except for the heroes and the arcs are, are a little bit different. But again, everyone's basically got the same coat of armor, chrome armor. Um, and I'm basically going to do the same thing for my Imperials, but I'm going to do it all uh, in Retributor gold. So oh, nice. That's cool. Yeah. I don't know if I want to strip them or not. Uh, and it also does hurt me a little bit because they're the first minis I've ever painted in my life. And mm. some of them are not half bad. So I'm kind of like, I don't. I don't really want to destroy all of them, so I might keep like one. Yeah, body just, just go painted. buy a bunch of new ones. You'll be. Fine. That's how I feel about it. I'm in. <laughs> I'm in camp. Never strip a model. Yeah, I didn't strip my clones, and everyone's like, "Oh, you have to strip it." And if you're going to repaint them, it's fine. Because with an airbrush, it's such a it's such a light coat. It doesn't clog anything up for me, detail wise. Let me requalify that. I'm in. Never repaint a model. The repaint oh, a model camp. I that's see. that's what I, I was see. in. Okay. My intention. Was <laughs> I to say. see. I yeah. See. Um just from like uh we've got so many models and i have so many that are unpainted why would i ever yeah. go back and repaint something right. i've already repainted that's but, fair you know that's fair. um but that's just how i feel about it no i probably should i should subscribe to that because i have all bunches of other stuff that's not painted so yeah so Jay, what do you what do you got going on for which hobby? one do you want me to do there mike you well me? so uh the top one I yeah. want to talk about because that's what I did last weekend. Oh, okay, cool. Because I wrote it. Yeah, I have. Uh, I well, let's do that one because I think I might have an al- alternate to sure. that. So sure. So go ahead, you start. Yeah. So um, as many people know, I really painting is not the part of the hobby that I enjoy. Um, however, um, I have been getting my Stormtide army ready for um, my Stormtide endeavors, and um, 
so my store diet army is half rebel and half droids it's more like nice. um rebels that uh basically all the droid units have ai and there's like no way to get them orders in the list <laughs> intentionally so they're like they're actually operating as like droids with and they have to like trigger ai every every turn i just think it was like kind of a fun thematic concept of having a bunch of rebels that have a bunch of like reprogrammed droids that they can't really you know do things with so in any case i I basically started painting my droid contingent and I decided to basically prime them black and then just dry brush them. And oh my God, I forgot how easy dry brushing was and how quick I did like a unit of B1s in like 45 minutes, just dry brush them silver, painted some squad markings on, put red eyes on there because I'm all about droids having red eyes and looking like basically they all look like rusty terminators um <laughs> or um what uh cylons my b2s i have yes. one unit of b2s they look like cylons it's it's amazing i love it um and i'm really happy with how it came out i just like to me um you know specifically for units that are like all metal dry brushing is such an easy way to like get a really awesome looking mini in like no time looks oh, yeah. great you know um I don't know. Sure. Uh, and so I just I just wanted to throw that out there for everybody because I painted like four units of droids in like three hours and it was <laughs> awesome. So actually, you know, it's funny, Mike, my alternative is a speed painting endeavor as well. So if you want your B1s to look like they do in the Star Wars universe, I have a great tip. It's with, you can do it with three paints so basically you get the Citadel Wraith Bone Spray, the aerosol can. You get, yep, you get the contrast paint of Skeleton Horde. And then you do a dry <laughs> brush of Skeleton Bone by Citadel. And yep. it's, it's literally that easy. And they'll look exactly like they do in the movie. And it takes literally no time. Because for anybody who hasn't used contours, it's meant to create the multi-tone effect. So it'll go into the recesses to give you your dark. And then it kind of uncovers the tops to give you your highlights and then gives you nice mm-hmm. mid-tones. So with three paints, um, you can literally do a speed paint through all your b ones and make them look like they would in the movies yeah so that was mine mike nice and then i have uh oh i wrote easy peasy grassy knolls uh so for those of you that are listening i am showing one of my grassy knolls actually i'm good this one's more fun so this one Ooh. has a crash t47 <laughs> did you book. now did you buy a t47 just to crash it uh, no, so this was before they made them good. Right. And I was like, I'll never use this thing. And I just <laughs> <laughs> I made it into terrain. Uh, so basically, what you the, the grassy knoll part is you can get these foam boards here in the US at the, at the hardware store. They're like five bucks for a four foot by four foot square of foam. You cut it down with however hot knife or, or uh, you know, or just a regular, you can use regular blades. Then for the dirt, what I do is you could go to any hobby store, like a Hobby Lobby or, or whatever, and get this stuff called Li- Liqui- Liquitex Basics. They have a coarse texture gel. Ooh. And then you can get a brown paint. You mix them together. It gives you dirt and you put it on there. And this is like, they're like seven bucks a bottle. And then you just put a little flock on top and you got yourself some grass. And then on this one, I'm showing on our YouTube video, 
uh, there's a barricade that I just painted. It's kind of rusty and stuff. And I got this, this tree looking thing is actually, I got it at the dollar store. It was a bow staff in the kids section that I snapped in half and I'm using it as a tree. I want nice. to imagine you just going down the kids section and like some kids taking the last one, like a turbo man situation. And you just like <laughs> taking it from his hand. Like, Bam. I, yeah. Uh, terrain. <laughs> Yeah, except for there was 10 and I was the one taking them all. <laughs> just like, I was like, even better. Yeah, even better. Like the anti Yes, please. Yeah. And just like put it on my cart and then flip yeah. the kid off as I walk by. That's right. Um, but yeah, so, so, you know, it's, it's really easy. Just some foam, those two paints, coarse texture and a brown, and you got yourself some mud and dirt and you can do like I, I have a Mimbam table that I did, Ooh, you know, yeah. the mud with that. You can do the mud that way. Um, God, and that's then such if, a good idea. That's, yeah. I so I made I've made one map in my life, and I made it was um oh God I always forget who makes it, but it's like the ruined temple set pieces. Oh yeah, that's uh, and, uh, Imperial terrain. Imperial, yeah. yeah. I, um, and it's basically we I think we've taken to calling it like Corbin themed because I made mm-hmm. it like kind of dusty, but not not Tatooine dusty if that makes sense anyway arid it's not that? sand yeah, well, arid yeah it's not sand because i it's coarse and gets everywhere but I, <laughs> but for the top of all the uh the crescent moon shapes i did a couple of those I, I wish i had known the trick i wish i had known this because i i just took a bunch of uh sterling mud and i was just like scraping sterling mud over the, oh, the yeah. top of everything <laughs> and i was like hmm I've done two of these and I'm out of mud. I must buy more mud. And my, my wife's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm buying mud. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, this so I wish coarse, I had known that trick. Yeah, this coarse texture gel, it's for acrylic paints. So you can, it's a, it's an old, like, it's supposed to be for like canvas, right? But yeah. you can use it for this. And that's how I do all my mud and dirt. And then you can use different shades of brown, like if you want. So you could even do like a sand with it, right? And they'll give you a coarse texture. And literally... For eight bucks a bottle, this stuff I've done, I'm barely through these and I did like two tables worth of terrain with it. So yeah, it's, awesome. it goes forever. Um, yeah. And then uh, the other neat thing you can do. So like if you're doing an indoor table, I have these, you could see these little like ferns and stuff on here. I don't know if you guys mm-hmm. can see it on the YouTube. I see it. So basically what you could do is same, go to Hobby Lobby or, you know, Michael's or whatever. And you go into the fake flower section and they have the big ferns. Well, if you mm-hmm. buy those big ferns, they're actually just a bunch of tiny ferns that are on mm-hmm. the big fern and you just pull those off and then glue them onto your terrain. And now you got tiny miniature ferns. Yeah. There you go. Easy peasy. Lemon squeezy. Mm-hmm. There was something, a quick shout out, kind of on that same vein in the, for the Dallas, I think it was Dallas open. Yeah. It was, they had cut up old mats, right? Like green mats. So that was like mm-hmm. the base. So like the area terrain base. And then they just had like brush that was, you're supposed to pull it apart, like you said, but they actually left it together. So A, it just looked like like brush. Oh. But then also it meant functionally that if you had a unit that wanted to move through it, you could just pick up the whole thing you don't have to pick up individual pieces you don't have to try and like rest on top of it you can just just pick up the whole like sprue basically it was a sprue <laughs> of terrain and just i'm just gonna move this and put it over here oh that's thing cool. and then put it yeah back. yeah it was it was the kind of thing that was so simple that i just blew my mind i was like oh this is great <laughs> this is amazing 
simple things blow my mind though. What are you know, stab casting. I mean, <laughs> when it comes to train and stuff, like the simple, the simple things that are effective, um, really, you know, I don't know. Yeah. They're, they're game yeah. changing, game changers. Yeah. yeah. Because I mean, I think we all face this as time. Right? Like we've got yeah. so much to paint and so much to do. So anywhere where you can make it easy and effective. Like if anybody has listened to our podcast, that's I'm all about that with painting my miniatures with doing my terrain. Like, it's like, how can I get to the end as quick as possible and still (laughs) have the, you know, decent looking stuff. That's, that's always what it's about. So. Well, and terrain too, like I found after making that table, it was really interesting because with the units, you know, you do a couple of details and you're good with terrain. It's like, I keep finding a little thing, like I could touch this up. I could add some rust here. Could add some (laughs) some corrosion over here. Like you want to keep messing with it. Yep. Yeah. Totally. I I I don't really make terrain. I pay people to do that for me. (laughs) That's smart. That is smart. Um, it is, but it's expensive. Uh, so yeah. Um, so I think I think we should probably get into the moment everybody is undoubtedly waiting people have been dying for mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. stab cast tft scoundrels hot takes and <laughs> um i think i think we've got to start with with the the roman trash can r2d2 <laughs> um and all right so so clearly uh, the, this hot take, me and Tim come down on very different sides of the, the aisle on this. I'm so right. excited. One side's so right, the other side's name's Mike. So <laughs> I think the way the way that I would like to do this, um, I guess, and I'm kind of riffing here, so if this doesn't work That's out, good. it doesn't work out. Jay, I want you to be a, uh, a judge, and I want you to let us deliver statements all right, I love oh, judging. Oh, we're going full, are we going to debate yeah, class? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I even, hey, look, I even wore oh, my no, Star Wars Legion shirt for this. Wait so I will be the Star Wars Legion judge. I, I would have had notes. If you think I don't have notes on part two, you're wrong. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Order in the court. Order in the court. <laughs> we're going to let the uh, visitor go first because if nothing, we're gentlemen here. So go ahead. <laughs> I was going to go with nothing, but that's fine. <laughs> so R2. Picture this. You're playing a really close game. You're tied. On VAPS. 4-4. Neck and neck. Shooting back and forth. You don't know who's going to get it. What's that in the corner? What's that where you can never shoot him? Because he has all the best keywords? Oh my god, it's a victory point. Looks like R2-D2 rolls across and he scores. And that's it. And now now he hides. And that's it. That, that thing that's happened all the way over there on the other end of the map that I cannot affect has won the game. I have no control over. I mean, unless I, if I devote units to go and kill him, then I'll probably lose the main engagement and I lose anyway. Like, even if you kill R2, normally you've devoted so much resource, too many resources to the killing R2 that you've now lost on a different grounds. So it's damned if you do, damned if you don't. So why don't we just say damned to R2 instead? Hashtag banned R2. <laughs> all right uh yeah the court has heard your side we'll now go to the incumbent mike (laughs) dashes barry go ahead wow what am i an incumbent 
Okay. All right. And I just, your cast. Uh, yeah, I just I figured I, I don't know defendant. Uh, I don't know whatever. So um, the a person that play, used to play Empire but now plays clones. Okay. <laughs> I mean, but we both fit that profile. So that's, uh, that's why you're the incumbent. True. That's true. No. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I would like to uh, say that R2D2 is not nearly as much of a threat as our our man stabcast tim here uh would would like would like you to feel that he is and i think um overall through a combination of picking good deployments um so that you can not only deal with r2 but also deal with the objective with the same main bulk of your force at the same time um clearly if you are not blue player sometimes that's tough um and you gotta kind of you know uh, play so that I, I think a lot of players get caught up in the fallacy that if R2 is on the table, you either um, have to choose to deal with him or like choose to not deal with him. And I think you can, a lot of times you can make that hedge and a lot of times it ends up not mattering. And so I think what's important about this is that when, you see an R2 across the table. You need to understand that your opponent has sacrificed something to put them in their list. 45 uh, points is not a sacrifice. For, well, hold up, hold up, hold up. I, I would challenge everyone um, uh, to make a, a good Republic list that's able to share tokens effectively with an R2-D2 in it. And I would argue that all of those lists would be better served if they took those 45 points and put them into units with the clone trooper keyword. And conversely, I, I, I think, I think with the rebels, it's less of a, um, I think it's less of a cost rebels debt definitely tend to have more points available to them. The lists are more flexible. Um, they also tend to often have things like, tauntauns or airspeeders or whatever and th those lists i think are i will give you are maybe a little bit more problematic um but i think that overall the lists like that are often beating you with things like bombing run and breakthrough and is r2 good on those objectives yes but the lists that are good on those objectives are not good because of r2 they're good because they're good at bombing run and they're good at breakthrough and I think you're really losing to the objective because you have to focus so much on it anyways. And you're probably losing on it anyways. Why? Why? Jay just moved. I don't know what happened. Uh, Tim just <laughs> raised his hand in the oh, Zoom. Oh, is that what happened? Tim is so upset. So to conclude my opening statements, <laughs> um, I, uh, I would make the argument that uh, R2 is really not that of much of a threat everybody just needs to get good oh 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 you you know you had a really nice logical argument and then the argument is just just do better that's it just <laughs> good. do better the the idea that there's nothing wrong with it it's fine yeah. just do better haven't you ever listened to this podcast now hold on dear <laughs> listeners i want you to know i believe in you i believe that you have the talents and the skills that are necessary and just because the deck is rigged against you just because your opponent brought r2 because they're abusive like that doesn't mean you have to take that you don't have to get good the game just has to adapt around what sometimes is broken system the system can be fixed and with you and i working together without mike barry we can make it better
I believe in you. All right. But also, I don't, get, get. I don't believe in you. <laughs> I, I, I think I think that if you use this the stuff that we talk about, you will get better at playing against well, R2. Here's the and other this problem. will be a non-issue. The other problem is that turn zero shouldn't exist and we should just randomly deal out cards. I <laughs> I mean I, I'm not sure I'm not sure we should randomly deal out cards, but I'm I am I am with you on that to some extent. I think turn I zero. So so maybe random maybe. one deployment, random one. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I want to make done. my ruling here. Yeah, yeah, go. Oh, what's yeah. your ruling? My ruling is I tend to agree with Tim. I hate R2. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's the right, worst. Because you're should, an imperial. Man. He should get out of this game. I, I it's, it's it's the worst. It's the the factor is, and the problem really is, is that a it's 45 points. He's so cheap. Imagine if my stormtrooper for one less point, he's only one less point, or one more point, rather. Imagine if my stormtrooper could just go win a victory point. So just just go wander off into the desert and be like, I'm gonna go win. Like I see your tide. I see you're really like really neck and neck here and having a really good game of skill. Let's just take some of that skill away and put it onto a unit named R2D2. Sure. I think that um that perspective Ooh, that's is a, a patronizing sure but carry on that's yeah fine. that perspective is I, so here's the, here's my issue with this and maybe it yes. is mostly anecdotal but i have yet to have a game where i haven't killed r2 or r2 has actually mattered i would counter that i see what you're, i hear what you're saying I would counter that with I think R2 is mattering more than you're giving him credit for, even when you don't think he is. So if he's so taking I, shots, then he's mattering. I mean, if he can take shots because he's inconspicuous and, he, and invincible, whatever else is his keywords. But I yeah. think I think that that's that's somewhat fair. But the thing is, if you kill R2, like your opponent just like wasted forty five points, and and but often forty five points. Who cares? I mean, like, it's not like as far as um, what you're paying for defensively, you're not really paying for anything better than a rebel trooper squad, right? Like um, you're actually paying more points for the R2 activation than you are for a rebel trooper squad, which is just as defensive as R2. If, you, if you're going to put your R2 in the front line in the trenches, you're absolutely right. Well, but if I you're think... putting your R2 in the trenches in the front line, you've already lost. So that's different. I I think part of that maybe uh, maybe I've just played a lot of people that don't know how to play R two that maybe maybe that is a thing. Um, however, I think that like, um, so I I think one of the I tend to have a more aggressive play style um, than a lot of people. I I tend to the way the way a lot of my games go is I posture into a mm-hmm. place where. I quickly set up in a position that I feel like I can a forward position that I make my enemy attack um, is kind of how I like to play the game. And, and I, I make sure it's not in my deployment zone. Most of the time I make sure it's, you know, I'm like, I'm outside it. And what I find is what that it makes people that are playing R2 really uncomfortable because they can't, they can't put R2 in a place where he can just like sit and bump over at the end of the game because in order to get to the place that he needs to like sit in i've already got it i've already got it angled i've already like if if he's ready to kind of like swoop into my deployment zone i'm i'm ready and um i do think to some extent clones are uniquely suited to dealing with r2 from a one shot one kill 
type type of situation murder him uh, yeah yeah I, I in here from what i'm hearing mike is you but on both all your arguments they all come from a clone's perspective they, right they totally do and, and yeah. right now i i don't have a lot of other perspectives like yeah. you know um i mean like clearly i can play every other faction and i have and i and i do dabble but yeah i play clones mostly but and it's for for me I don't really feel R2 is super problematic. So so as someone who has played against him often as a Empire player, I think that's, again, my my view is skewed as well, because as an Empire player, he's really tough to deal with. And, you, and when I'm already struggling with activations just to get what I needed to get on the table, like devoting any of them to... R2 is a pain in the ass. And then also when so we were before, before you move yeah, on, yeah. I want to challenge that point really quick. Yep. Um, and it's really a fundamental question that we've already talked about today. Yep. Is that truly an R2 problem or is that just a problem that Empire doesn't have could be good, good tools? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that not, could be. That could fair. be either. I, yeah. I, I just, I, yeah. I would like to, to pose an alternate yeah. question to like, like, is it is it actually the big boogeyman in the room, or is it the fact that I mean, could it be a little I, bit of both? I think it 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 definitely could be. I just wanted to bring that into the conversation. But I would also say when we played team league, um, I was I played a uh, one of my few games not playing empire. I played a rebel double T forty seven list, and I ended up tying the game and bringing it to points because of r2 because i just like scooted him over busted over some terrain with this one pip and i had a point and a game where my opponent thought he he had won uh had just turned into a tie and turned out maybe i had won because of points and that's that's part of the problem too right is like i know and i always talk about how r2 was just winning the game but it's it's that issue too of if i let's kind of flip the script a little bit if i've been really aggressive and i've moved forward and i i've maybe i got an extra tap on the vap or something like that uh, like jay said but now if you have r2 and maybe you know if i have not been able to kill r2 okay now you've just for 45 points again for 45 points and very little effort you've just countered my enormous effort with my higher point value all of my hard thinking and, and posturing and thinking and positioning, all of that just got countered because you threw a trash can across the map. I, I think I think the problem with it is if I'm like, I'm just thinking out loud, this isn't a fully thought out idea. But it's like from you, so we understand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, everybody knows. They've been listening long <laughs> enough. Uh, so, I, you know, if you look at, let's look at Bounty, right? Which is supposed oh. to be something that's supposed to help with that, right? And give you a victory <laughs> point. In the beginning, we were like, oh my God, Boba, uh, like victory point. I'm going to put it on this person. I'm going to kill him and it's going to be over. But it, yeah. it requires 10 times the amount of work and 10 times the amount of points to pull it yeah. off. And, and also it, a lot of a whoa, lot of luck too. No, no, hold on. There's it's just like three a, times a the amount of three points. Three times the points. So, I want to so, just clarify them. Yeah, right, because we just, never exaggerate on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but there's still such an element of luck to bounty as well, right? Like yeah. your opponent could potentially just straight roll fire and block everything. And then just your bounty just never dies. Even if you just, you're on pure crits all the day long. It doesn't like if they just outroll you, it happens. I mean, you you have pierce on all the units with bounty. 
I, I just like as, hate as much as I as Tim much just as did I the whoopee signal for our as audio much only. as I hate <laughs> Pierce and how much I think Pierce should only be on melee units, but that's, that's a separate problem. Um, okay. That's a whole other free hot taking there. Pierce should only be on melee units, but anyway, <laughs> my issue with that is a there's lots of keywords now that can counteract that kind of Pierce, either sure. impervious or just immune Pierce thing like that. But then like the the paywall that it's behind like i mean boss is good but he's also 115 points i don't i'm not gonna be surprised if he actually goes up a little bit to be i don't want him to but i won't be surprised if he does um if one empire unit goes up it's him. oh right oh, yeah that's yeah, yeah, yeah i think that's fair um well i don't think it's fair but i think it's understandable yeah uh, and then boba i mean you know he's the clown in the corner so you know it's i'm not so, gonna bring boba so, so yeah and to get, <laughs> gonna, to get back i want to try and win what i was saying is there's there's no other equal force in the game that is like a point just a victory point that is and that cheap okay maybe not that cheap but i mean like nope she's not that cheap she's not that cheap and also you know you know darn well she does not get her points value if you're using her for secret mission i am well as the battery okay yeah so Uh, so i guess i guess but now they have two so yeah well that's a separate problem so here's i guess here's my follow-up question to that yeah um what what so let's for a minute assume that you're right and r2 is a problem without an errata what points value do you think his suite of abilities is worth 60 i agree with that i think 60 because at the end of the day he is all, all like salt and, and anger sides. At the end of the day, he is a what four health? You know, I don't, I don't have it pulled up in front of me. Sorry, like four health white saves, white surging saves, but still, like I, I you know, so you you don't want to. As much as I would love to make him cost two hundred, <laughs> realistically, sixty. Like I thought with when the last points change happened, I thought for sure he was going to fifty. So I was a little disappointed at forty five but uh i mean i think real realistically hmm. i see i look for 50 sure i would love to see 60 i think i think 60 would be fair but yeah i just like so my my issue with r2 is that i don't think he he's not really useful i i like he he literally the only thing he does is secret mission have you never played a, ma- a game where your opponent heals two wounds off a droid uh, after a shielded bus that you already had to work so hard to get those two wounds on, and then runs across and scores secret mission with him? It like slaps you in the face and then hits you with the brass knuckles. So the last game I played against because <laughs> that's R2, what it feels like. So the last game I played against R two bus, I destroyed the bus and then I destroyed the R two that was inside it. Um, okay. And well, we're not all as good as you, Mike. No, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm saying, I mean, you want to talk I, about I get say, good. What's that guy doing? <laughs> there is a, there is a, like, um, a world where I think if my opponent had played differently, um, he could have just, like, instead of being conservative with the bus, like, headlong the bus to the back of my deployment zone and yeah. dropped R2 off in a corner. Um, yeah. However... <laughs> I think he basically like blew 200 and some odd points to do that. And I would have been able to crush him on the main objective. That's between him and God though. Like the point is that he can, <laughs> he can do that. He chose not to. And that's the problem. Well, like, I mean, the thing is like, 
I don't know. The bus. Um, again, don't get me started on the bus, please. I, I, I've already I, taken I, up enough of your time. <laughs> but so, so just I guess to follow up on that comment, I'm I'm with you there. I think I think the bus is an actual problem. That's that is. I think we're all oh, in agreement oh with God. that. Oh, yeah. it's so bad. And like it, like when we all said that before it came out, right? Especially like as people doing podcasts and stuff, we're like, oh, this could be fun. Like, oh wow, it's gonna be kind of like it's one thing to say in theory land like it's going to be a problem like we all thought lando was going to be like this amazing unit that is just going to like be an auto include on every rebel list i still think he's good but he's yeah. not as as good as we all thought yeah the bus was as good as we thought and then some like it's, it's think, more impressive i think i think the bus is good for reasons that are not really on its stat card and yeah um and, like i actually this is going to be maybe hot takey but um I don't have that big of an issue with unorthodox tactician. I I know like I could I could see it going up in points. Yeah. Um uh, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Um, however, I don't think it's what makes the bus broken. The the bus just goes wherever it wants and does whatever it wants and it yeah. obscures a lot of things and it makes mm-hmm. it it is so chunky. Yeah. that you can literally make areas of the board um inaccessible yeah that's my problem yeah that's fair i'll give a a real world uh example and this was something we brought up i don't know back in august i guess so we went to that tournament and evan had brought we brought this thing called a highlander list where we can only bring one of a unit and one of an upgrade and couldn't repeat Mm -hmm. anything and he Mm -hmm. brought a rebels unit with a bus and practically went three and oh and like nobody could even touch him because of the bus he had the bus and mandalorians and he's just like oh you killed that mandalorian nope with the bus and like brought it back and then blocked him from doing anything and we had an event uh, that was it was it was basically a a local tournament uh we hyped it up a little bit more because we were hoping to get more people in but it was still covid was still you know doing its weird things that it does right now so yeah but brett crazy brett who we we always poke at on the show had a 300 percent mov perfect score three and oh four three hundred percent no one even scored a victory point against him he tabled will's obi-wan list with his double buses with the crazy driver on it because he just Clearly ran people over take enough rockets but yeah he just, he just ran people over that's it and he was just in your zone, like. Nah, and he's it. three raccoons in a trench coat, so <laughs> he is. Who knew is. that that could happen? <laughs> well, yeah, you gave you guys gave Evan the raccoon thing, so we actually told yeah. we're like, listen, we can't call you raccoon because that's their that's their shtick. So we got to change it up a little bit. Like you're more like a badger anyway. So. <laughs> he messaged me once and asked me about that, and I'm like, who are you? <laughs> that's that's, yeah, we tell him yeah. that too sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> why? Why nice. are you on my Facebook right now? <laughs> <laughs> oh oh is the peons bothering you yeah on the what, what is this redneck trash from down south coming up here yes. talking to me <laughs> i'm too busy with my gold-plated spoon yes. right now the raccoons of the fifth group cannot be bothered with the badgers of the stab gas <laughs> that's correct um i have no argument against any of that <laughs> I'm not even sure where we're at right now. Um, okay. It doesn't matter. So, um, <laughs> yeah. I guess I, I think uh, when we're talking about the bus, I actually think that like the problems are more like way more to do with the. Mo- I don't know how to fix the bus. Yeah. I. Uh, 
within the time frame because i know i've already we've already taken forever like uh, no i don't know the, the easy way to say is no i don't know yeah. I, don't I think know. it's tough um yeah so <clears throat> tim how do you feel about burst of speed <laughs> i'll give you this real quick it, ding, i actually ding, ding. despite all my hot takes it's i think it's burst of meh it's fine the problem is it takes up a four slot which yeah. is just super valuable right now it is uh even for for amped up you know steroid vader that we're gonna have so it's super valuable for slot and i think it's gonna be a lot of people running vader in getting a really cool swing with him and then he's immobilized and then the, he dies and then he gets punked up, which i understand i understand that is a skill thing and that's a practice thing and i get that but i'm just saying i think everyone's going to throw it on their vader automatically and be like yeah i'm gonna kill everybody and then you're gonna be standing in the open and if you play a, pl- a player that just knows borderline what he's doing he just activates that you know if it's a core trooper activate the core trooper first retreat everyone so, shoots vader <laughs> I, Bye. I i i hear what you're saying there's a very easy workaround here and let me let me know if this changes how you feel about it yes okay so the easy workaround is um the turn after you burst of speed you have an immobilized token yes um if you if you burst of speed correctly you're Mm -hmm. still in base contact with something yes right like because you buried yourself safely maybe you killed a unit and then force pushed another unit into you one would hope you didn't use your speed six movement to not get in base to base with someone (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. like i just i just want to like point out the criteria for like if we're effectively using burst of speed paint the scene michelangelo paint the scene (laughs) yes you you have you have based something hopefully killed it and then force pushed another unit into you so that hopefully there's two units in melee with you but sometimes there may be only one on the sure. following turn, you just basically can immediately go with Vader. You can do one of two. Th- basically, you should do two things. The first is to take a dodge token. And the second is to take a standby. <laughs> so if you take a standby token, it cannot be stripped unless they have a force push in their list. Right. Which means if the unit you are in base contact with withdraws, so the immobilization token goes away at the end of your activation. Right, at the end of activation. So, right, right, so right, you right. now have a standby token you can move off of. Sure. Right? So if they withdraw to, so that the rest of the army can shoot you, you just rebase them and choose to kill them or choose to not, you know, you can, right. you can, yeah. you can base them and use as much of your pierce as you want. I was just going to say, yeah. You and, and elect to leave one model, right? Right, right. And, right. and now you're safe. That's fair. No, that's, I, that's fair. I, you know, I um, is it is it like a less good turn two than you might otherwise normally have because you're not going bonkers with Vader? Uh, yeah, but better to keep Vader alive than than better to have a mediocre turn two and keep Vader alive than just lose him outright. So no, he's got Tim. He's got practice at that answer. I've I've come up with this scenario as well. I <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't fair. think burst of speed is that great either. But I just I I, I, I think that... it could be really solid. Yeah. I just think it's going to be overused and misused a lot. That I will uh, agree with. Yeah. And, just and, just and, like just like Vader was. This was my sure. whole argument too. Was before all this happened, Vader was getting overused and misused as well. And yeah. we used to have entire segments. I mean, Mike, we used to talk about this on the Scoundrels and Fifth Trooper about, hey, if you have Vader, 
don't go after another saber user like he should be going after core unit remember we used to have yeah. these kind of talks about yeah, that. yeah so, he's the anti-core like yeah. he's just boom 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 yeah so yeah um yeah. no that's fair that's fair good. i didn't think about i didn't think about the standby that's that's it, totally fair it's also worth noting that works with any force user that has burst yeah. of speed you can yeah you can take a standby token in melee with whatever you're with the immobilized token will drop and if they withdraw you just rebase them and if right. they don't withdraw and they just stay in melee um chances right. are there's something around that will pop the standby and if the standby doesn't get popped it's really not that big a deal like yeah you know um your your force user is alive um and right. yeah that's, that's the point of the lines, whole thing right, right? Yeah. yeah live right. to kill another day yeah totally um that's fair that's how i'm feeling about it i don't know i maybe maybe i will be proven wrong but i no i think oh, that's man. fair i think first speed i so just good. i think it's i think it's fine again it's meh i'm not saying it's bad i'm not saying it's bad it is meh <laughs> it it can occasionally be really good in the right hands i think overall it's just not going to get used to its full potential and that's to, to be fair i'm not saying that i'm just going to turn around and be a pro using it like i imagine i'm going to get punked off the board a bunch once i learn like how to use it so it's going to take time yeah it's definitely like you particularly in conjunction with vader like you have to figure out how to like darkness descends properly to like do the thing you need to do um I, i'm going to be excited for our first tournament after it comes out and it's put on vader all the time and how many uh, and on op vader i should say and i'm gonna maybe keep track maybe could turn it into a drinking game of how many times someone tries to spur with an immobilized vader <laughs> i still think that should mm, yeah. that's a that's a whole separate problem but that's, I'm just saying, like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah how yeah. many times is that call gonna come up like oh but i have spur mm, but do you yeah. but do you that was a little bit of a uh gotcha ruling but yeah um i think it's fine but yeah i i, I, I can I, understand either the, i think the rules at present support that you can do it um but it has been ruled otherwise i think once <laughs> it's laid out when it's laid out the way they laid it out and spelt it out word by word i get it i get it yeah but i think it could be retooled i i would yeah i would like it to be reworded um yeah it's fine so in any case uh We've been at this for about an hour and a half. Uh, do you have some more Did hot it. takes, or should we <laughs> should we wrap it up? Those are, I'm sure I do. I'm sure if you ask my opinion on some unit that other people have mediocre have opinions take. on, what's your hot take? The movie Solo is really really good, and maybe one it. of the better Star Wars movies. Oh, now we're getting too far. Now we're getting I would, too far. I, like it's it's fine. Yeah, it's burst of speed. I'm putting it solo, in the, solo is burst of I'm, speed for me. I'm putting it in the top four. Ooh. Which ooh. I'll Definitely. have a hot take. I'll have a hot take off of that. But what is so what's your top four then? Okay. All right. All right. All right. Does that okay. mean it's fourth, just to be clear? Yeah. Okay. I just yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, so number one. Yeah. It's yeah. actually so I'm gonna go a little bit backwards, but it's gonna be uh I'll rogue allow it. so number one is rogue one. Okay. Two is Empire, three is A New Hope, and four is Solo, and then okay. Jedi is right after that. Okay. Mm. 
all right you ready for this I've, yeah I've, I've i've said this before i've said this on, on discord <laughs> and and on the cast many times and i get here hate we go for it and hate for it but now i'm gonna bring the heat to y'all <clears throat> a new hope is the worst star wars movie there it is Leia, you can't just say that. I love not, it. No, so just end the podcast right there. Yeah, that's it. Cut it. Cut it. We're done. We're not going to speed. I'm immobilized. That's no, it. No, 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 no. You have to fundamentally support your argument, sir. It's boring. It's so boring and dull. The dialogue is mediocre at best. The the best thing it does for everything is just that like the world it builds around it. But like that's really done in spite of the script and things like that. So I mean, you, you can't you argue put this number any... one. I mean, hold up. You can't say that any Star Wars script is more than mediocre at best. Uh, I would argue Rogue One was more than mediocre script-wise. Okay, and I, I guess I'll say that... Uh, and the last half of Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> Maybe. Eh, no. <laughs> the last half. I, think I take it, that back. I take that back. <laughs> I think if you're going to make that argument, like Force Awakens and Last Jedi are, are, are decent candidates for best voice lines in a in a star wars but yeah finn okay i don't know i don't know i i (laughs) like the the prequels are not exactly like scripted super well um no no not at all not at all that's what happens when you have unlimited power but at least something's (laughs) happening instead of like mm, nothing i will say i i do find a new hope um, a little bit i'm I, I can i can gel with the it doesn't feel like there's a ton going on throughout most of the movie no it's just like oh all right cool you're gonna go over here all right you know how many times i've shown a new hope to someone new the star wars and they fall asleep during it it's the yeah. only movie they fall asleep for sometimes empire although I, I like empire i'm not i'm not knocking empire um although i do think that one gets a little slow on you too i think that 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 is also like a sign of the times sort of thing like they haven't that's fair aged super well yeah and, and again i think that's the difference for me between if we're going to compare those two empire is it's such a good piece of storytelling and it's so immersive that yeah even though slow like obviously what determines a good movie isn't just is it fast-paced action because if that's the case then fast and the furious would be the best movies ever but like that doesn't just automatically determine quality but you got to balance it out, right? Like, if you're going to take the, that away, then add some depth to it. And I think Empire does that well. I don't think New Hope does it as well as it's built. Yeah, I think the problem, too, is <clears throat> you've got, with Mandalorian, we've got something so Ooh. good Yeah. now that we you go back and you're like, I mean, I get it. This started it all, but holy cow, it's Mandalorian so good. <laughs> like, well, I mean, like, I, wonder, I wonder if A New Hope could have been I don't want it to be let's just clarify that but i, I want it like imagine a new hope told in mandalorian like episodic style like in shorter bites uh, yeah i think, it I been think more you know, it would have been great you yeah. know um again i think it's a sign of the times i think if they could have made star wars and it, like they made mandalorian i think they would have yeah. you know yeah. um but here we are here we are yeah there's your hot take there you go there you go i've I've said that for years and i'll I'll keep saying it until it's great something else happens i don't agree with it but i support (laughs) your decision i mean for any for any thanks dad yeah for for anyone to have our approval son (laughs) for anyone to say um to answer the question what is the worst star wars movie of all time with anything but the rise of skywalker 
um, is painful to me. I okay. I don't. <laughs> I don't love Rise of Skywalker, but I don't hate it as much as people do either. I I think Last Jedi was far worse, but yeah, Last Jedi, see. Last Jedi mm. is a train wreck on top of a ship crash, on top of a I don't know explosion. I would just be fine if they just erased my memory of all the new movies. And we See, just... I loved Force Awakens and The Last Jedi. I, I, uh, Rise I'll, Skywalker, I'll say this. I, I will say this. Force Awakens, I for sure loved and was so excited. And they just killed me yeah. with the next two movies that I was just like, well, I'm not yeah. excited for this anymore. Well, and, and you've like ruined Awakens... that for me because I know where it goes now. And Force Awakens, you could overlook a lot of the similarities to Episode Four because it was honestly, ooh, here you go. I think it's a better telling of Episode Four. There you go. I will there's, agree with that. There's that. Yeah. But but a modern telling, in fact. Aha, a modern better telling of Episode Four. Yep. Cool. I was fine with it. It brought us back to the world. Last Jedi. Just, uh, I'm not even against the message they were trying to send. It's just the problem is it was such a left turn from it. Like I think. I think if all three of those trilogy uh, trilogy movies were made with that Last Jedi mindset, fine. If all three of them were made with the uh, Force Awakens slash Rise of Skywalker, mainly Force Awakens uh, mindset, also fine. But the two together, just there, I, I yeah, I mean, I sort of prefer to look at like the Last Jedi as like how I look at Rogue One as a kind of like a standalone movie to some extent. Like, I think it is a good movie in a, you know, if, if it's in its own pocket. The movies definitely do not gel together. <laughs> Rogue One Rogue One is, I think, probably my favorite Star Wars movie. Oh, it's mine it's like, by, by a mile. I put it number one. Yeah. Okay, any, sure. any Star Wars movie where all the good guys die, sign me up. Yeah, <laughs> go Empire. Yeah, and Vader gets to actually be Vader. Yeah, yeah. The, the, so that movie was like a B minus, B plus for me until they did the Vader scene, and then it was like, I, you got one hundred and forty on this paper. That is yeah, right. That is one of those. That is one of those cinematic moments that I will legitimately remember for the rest of my life because I was sitting next to my best friend. We watched it, of course, you know, opening night. And when before the lightsaber even came on, when you just heard the the voice the the rebreather, and you see the little puff go out, we freaked out. Like we we just lost it, and and then like it's just uh I still just get excited just thinking about it. Like it is so good. And this is why the changes to Vader and Legion needed to happen so that I can experience (laughs) this on the table. Oh, you you want to listen to the Notorious Scoundrels uh, movie podcast? (laughs) (laughs) So um, I'm sure everybody has watched Mandalorian by now. If you haven't watched Mandalorian, turn the podcast off. Good call, call Mike. Get good, right? Yeah, Yeah. get good. good. Turn the podcast (laughs) off. Turn it off. Um, So how did you guys feel about the similar reveal at the end of mandalorian with luke because i i felt very similarly so i just i cried like five times during rogue one i cried during the last episode of mandalorian that's fair i was yes so excited all the way until they showed his face and then it weirded me out so much Mm. i didn't mind it 
it threw me off a little bit and i was just like i mean i'm still it's kind of like i like this but i also am feeling weird about this at the same time but I, I liked it that A was actually Mark Hamill. That's nice. But like, that made me feel better. This that recent yeah, yeah be, behind the scenes, I was like, okay, I guess. Yeah, I, I was fine with it because like you knew something like that's gonna happen, and it's kind of like I very much took the attitude of it is what it is. Like if you want if you want this, then you have to kind of have this. Like it, yeah, yeah, it's just fair. something that's good. If you want your cake, you're gonna have to eat it too, kind of thing. You, I would have been okay with like a Sebastian Stan coming in i was was cheering for that i was cheering for that i'll give you that but no i i agree though i had this very similar reaction for luke doing it even though i'm more of a vader fan because luke is the same it's the same way right we never get to see luke pop off we 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 never never get to see see them be there just go full Yeah. yeah 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 and it's and what's frustrating is you know they can right like all of the other star wars movies have shown that they can and even return of the jedi shows it a little bit but it's just one-on-one well and part of it is again sign of the times type of deal like they couldn't do that what they did in either i would argue mandalorian has some of the best jedi scenes in all of star wars oh absolutely i think that's fair between between ahsoka and the Ahsoka episode and the luke episode yeah ahsoka fighting uh blade person that is his name (laughs) excuse me but yeah yeah. the the and then when, when she said thrawn i lost my mind and yep. my wife was like what's wrong with you i don't understand like it's everything that matters this is the only thing that matters yeah. <laughs> yeah. this is my it. whole life with star wars yeah star wars tv shows and the marvel shows like my wife's like what does that mean i'm like oh for god's sakes we've watched all these movies together that's <laughs> like, that's the other <laughs> i won't I won't, again i'm not gonna i won't yeah. gonna completely steer it off of star wars for you but that's the other cinematic moment that'll always stand out. It's very similar to me, honestly. It was, although it took 10 years of buildup. Yeah. Uh, the end of uh, oh, Endgame. Yeah. The end yeah, of Endgame. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, when they all start yeah, coming yeah. in, I cried for that one 100%. Well, oh, yeah. when Tony um, left us, yeah. I also cried. But like, <laughs> it's two different kinds of crying, right? Like one was excited, the other one was very sad. But yeah. yeah. It was, it definitely was like they, they built it well. It was like an all hope is lost yeah. moment. And like it didn't feel right. like they were coming back, you know? Right um and uh, especially like coming off of like cap using the hammer and things like that. yeah yeah uh, or going into that rather yeah I, i'm gonna over. just say it right now i think we are in the heyday of disney right now oh absolutely all the absolutely. shows on D- disney plus is the best thing that's ever happened to geek them well not only that not only the heyday of disney i think we're in the overall the heyday of tv and yeah uh, I guess it's really more than just TV now with streaming, but like the stories you can tell. And I think this thing too is artists are realizing you can tell a better story with a TV setup. Even if it's a limited run TV setup, like WandaVision, again, I'm not trying to go like, but like WandaVision was solid. And they said like, no, that's it. We're not doing another one. We're we're done. Cool. Cool. And and they told the story they wanted to tell the way they wanted to tell it. They didn't rush it. And it was great. Um, yep. Yeah. So I, I think we're in the heyday of it where artists, because for a long time, a long time, actors didn't want to do TV because it was looked down upon. And now I think you've had this creative reawakening. We're like, well, no, there's a story you want to tell. And in order to tell it effectively, we need TV. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's yeah. amazing, personally. It's, yeah, it's, 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 
fundamentally these are like eight to ten hour movies right right that, yep. that yeah. are told piecemeal right, right. Dude, the right. way yeah with the way computer generated graphics are now you could basically do anything you want on tv it's crazy well and it's and i know the ending wasn't great but it's basically i think what helped ushered it all in was a lot of uh game of thrones honestly mm. because that was like, <sighs> i know we're not talking about the ending we're not talking about the ending. i'm just everything I else even, i can't but, even deal with it man i know i know but you know what I'm saying? Like it's this this huge story, and anybody who's a fan of the books knows it's a huge story. Yeah. And you're like, I don't want you to fit this all, which is what happened at the end. But like, I don't want you to cram. I want you to draw it out. I want you yeah. to take your time. Yeah. And I, I think that ushered in everything else. But anyway, that's completely off topic. So it's okay. Go. It's just the second time I've had this conversation today about Thrones, and it's oh, a conversation I have on a weekly basis, uh, at least it's, with different people all the time. I think we all, if nothing else, we have it every week with ourselves. Of like, did that happen? Do we have yeah. to remember? That? <laughs> yeah. But. I think that's going to wrap it up for us today. Sorry, it's Sorry, <laughs> okay. No, no, this was here. good. We, good we had good hot takes. Um, yeah. This is yeah. a good conversation. A little bit of a mix it up. Uh, Tim, yeah. thank you for coming and hanging on yeah, man. Uh, yes, today absolutely. with us. Um, do you want to quickly just uh, plug Stabcast again before we, we yeah. get out of here? So it's like I said, it's at SW Stabcast on any of the, the various listening platforms, uh, social media. We're on the Twitter and the Facebook all those things uh there we sometimes stream on twitch uh, both the official stabcast account and my account timitation irish just have not been very active i i got too much going on in my life unfortunately and as much as i enjoy streaming it's pretty low in my totem pole of priorities so i really enjoy i enjoy watching them but keep an eye follow the channels but you know <laughs> it's, it's they'll be expecting weekly content yeah. yeah exactly just don't expect weekly content there <laughs> yeah Alrighty, and so uh, this has been the Notorious Scoundrels um, again this week. The, I'm, butch- I'm butchering it. I'm butchering it right now. I don't even remember what the it's extra over. is. All right, so we, we, we've been the Notorious Scoundrels. I'm Mike. I'm Jay. And I'm Tim from Stabcast, not Notorious Scoundrels. <laughs> Although I was supposed to record for Stabcast tonight, so that's my time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> stay fresh, cheese bags. <laughs>